a very moving thought that Easter fires are going to be circling the globe all throughout this night like a wave of light. And thank you for adding the flame of faith that you brought here tonight by your presence. There's a very special place in the heart of Africa that has become very special and very dear to us. In the village town of Majira, Father Lawrence, with all the Christian women and men of that region, they will have their fire. And I thought it would be kind of nice to find a way to connect us to them. We have been holding in our hearts for 40 days all these alleluias, almost to the point where it hurts to hold it in. We've been waiting for this night to cry out in the spirit this jubilant word, alleluia. Now, as you know, our African brothers and sisters, they sometimes put a little more oomph into their music. And so I thought, let's connect ourselves with them and they with us by singing their Alleluia. I think we may have done this before. I will sing it once, and then you join me the second time. Now hold on, because it's a little bit long. But I'll hold up my hands for you to join. Alleluia, ha, ha, alleluia. 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 Not bad. <laughs> Next time we'll do a little practice uh, so beforehand there. So what a special night for us to be together. So grateful for your presence here. We also want to welcome any visitors that may have joined us also here tonight. And of course, we welcome those that are joining us via live stream. I want to begin by reading an excerpt from an ancient Easter homily. And this is in the church's divine liturgy every holy Saturday morning. It's how many priests and deacons, religious and lay people who pray these prayers, this is what they read Saturday morning. 
The Lord approached Adam and Eve, bearing the cross, the weapon that had won him the victory, and taking Adam by the hand, raising him up, saying to all, Awake, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and I will give you light. I am your God. Out of love for you and for all your descendants, I now, by my own authority, command all who are held in bondage to come forth, all who are in darkness to be enlightened, all who are sleeping to arise. I did not create you to be held a prisoner in the abode of the dead. Rise from the dead. I am the life of all the dead. Rise up work of my hands. You who were created in my image, rise, let us leave this place. For you are in me, and I am in you. Together we form only one person, and we cannot be separated. Rise, let us leave this place. For the kingdom of heaven has been prepared for you from all eternity. Ufta. This was clearly written by someone who knew the risen Christ and someone who experienced the gaze of the risen Christ upon their life. And what is this gaze? It is a gaze of redemptive hopefulness. Could you hear it? Jesus gazes upon your life and my life, upon each one of us personally with resurrection hopefulness. When Jesus rose from the dead, he was seeing us rising with him. The blessing of this night is what? Is it not the joyful remembrance that Jesus is alive and that our relationship is with the risen Lord? And what is the role of the Holy Spirit? The role of the Holy Spirit in the church, in the life of every Christian, is to bring, communicate, unleash the power of the cross and resurrection in your life and in mine.
And because of the gift of the Holy Spirit, the power of the cross and the resurrection of Jesus is right now in you. It is right now in me, waiting, waiting, waiting to raise us up into the new life that Jesus is continually offering. Let's allow this phrase that we just heard in this Easter homily to really engrave itself deeply upon our hearts, to ring powerfully in our ears. Come forth. Let us leave this place. It reminds me of when Jesus said to Lazarus in the tomb, Lazarus, come forth. And he came forth from death to a new life he was not expecting. All throughout the day, all throughout each and every day, God the Father with his Son Jesus, because of the power of the cross and the resurrection in you, and in me are saying your name, my name, come forth. Let us leave this place. And what is this place? Well, we find ourselves in many places because of our fallen human nature and the inclination of sin in our thoughts, in our desires, and in our passions. There have been, for example, many moments throughout my life because of what was going on, I felt so discouraged. I felt hopeless. And I thought at those moments that my life was never going to be better. But Jesus did not die and rise from the dead to leave me or you in hopelessness. I had to come to realize and receive this gaze of resurrection hopefulness that Jesus was gazing upon me with and I had to hear the words come forth let us leave this place of hopelessness I could not free myself but I took his hand and he led me to a place of new hope, which I never thought was possible.
This reminds us of the place where death and resurrection now happens. The Spirit of God brings the power of the cross and resurrection into the now of your life and mine. And where is the place? The heart. The heart where the greatest and most important drama unfolds is the heart. Perhaps you remember that moving song that begins the movie for greater glory. Between heaven and earth, between light and darkness, between faith and sin lies only my heart. Only God and my heart. Jesus died my death and he rose to share with me his life. And now his death and his new life can be mine. It can become real. How many times do you and I find sinful thoughts rising up within our hearts? Critical thoughts, judgmental thoughts, thoughts of envy and jealousy, proud thoughts, any number of sinful thoughts. At that moment, what we heard read in the epistle of Paul to the Romans can actually happen. The Holy Spirit, the power of the death and resurrection of Jesus in me can do something with that thought. Jesus looks at me with redemptive hopefulness and reaches out his hand. His hand that bears the mark of victory, those glorious wounds. And he says to me, I died for that thought. Let's take that thought into the tomb. Leave it at the bottom of the waters in which you were baptized. Leave it nailed to the cross. Come, leave that thought behind. Come forth and let me give you thoughts of peace, of mercy, of compassion. Let me awaken desires to bear the weaknesses and imperfections of your neighbor and help me to rise up in you a heart of love. You do not have to let these sinful thoughts reign in your life. Let them die that my thoughts in you may rise. 
This is happening all throughout the day. Sinful desires, sinful passions, and the Holy Spirit is waiting, waiting, waiting with the power of the death and resurrection of Jesus to turn these sinful inclinations, to bury them in the death of Jesus and to rise up in us new acts of faith, hope, love, mercy, and so forth. Sometimes it gets the better of us and it comes out in sinful words, sinful actions, consented thoughts. And this is why the confessional is one of the most powerful places where this divine hopefulness is celebrated. We come with our guilt. We come with our sorrow. Maybe we feel shame at times, discouragement. <laughs> Maybe because of sins repeatedly dealt with, we even feel hopeless. And we come into that confessional and Jesus looks at us with that gaze of resurrection hopefulness and he says to those powerful words of absolution come forth leave that place let me rise raise you up with the joy of forgiveness the peace of a purified conscience the hope of beginning anew Leave that shame, that hopelessness, that discouragement, that guilt. Leave it here. Keep it buried in my tomb and leave this place anew, raised up in joy. This is what we're celebrating. And if this isn't happening in our life, we are missing the heart of the gospel. Jesus is alive. He's risen. And even now, he's gazing with divine hopefulness, anticipating all the little resurrections that will happen tomorrow, the next day, and the next. Amen. Amen. Alleluia. Amen. Amen.